Welcome to the Amphenol Frontline Podcast, where we share success stories and best practices of Amphenol management throughout the corporation. This episode features Julie Hoban, Global Compliance Director for the Industrial Products Group, as she shares her suggestions on how to stay safe during the COVID-19 outbreak. We talk about focusing as much on what we do outside of our facilities with smart risk management behaviors, self-care techniques, and helpful cleaning tips as we do inside our facilities. We also talk about the importance of a strong culture of quality and how our behaviors have ripple effects throughout the corporation as together we combat the coronavirus pandemic around the world. So Julie, as the Group Compliance Director for the AIPG Group, your job mainly is just to make sure that we're really paying attention to a lot of the the rules and regulations, especially when it comes to manufacturing and plant operations and, 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 and those types of things. And we talk a lot about that in the frontline section of Amphenol Connections and and best practices and and uh, try to really impart that knowledge on people and, and keep reminding them of those things as far as the business is concerned. But a huge part of this, in fact, maybe even a larger part of all of this, this push to really share a lot of information for COVID-19 and what we should be doing as a company is what we do outside of work. And so the behaviors that we exhibit when we're not working, when we're at home and we're, you know, those handful of times we're out in public. So I just wanted to have you talk through a little bit of, of some of those, for example, behaviors that we should all be exhibiting even when, when we're at work and also when we're not at work. Sure. Thank you very much, Chris. Well, first, let me say it's a pleasure to be with you. And um, thank you for uh, providing an opportunity to um, have my uh, small moment of Martha Stewartness in my life. <laughs> I'm by no means a lifestyle expert. So obviously, uh, social distancing is something that is incredibly important. It's uh, one of our biggest types of control um, in a way that has the most powerful impact on risk management. Just eliminating uh, our presence from a risk is going to be one of the most significant things we can do. And certainly we're doing uh, great examples of that throughout all of our businesses, but taking that same practice home is very important. If we are strong at work in some of these activities, behaviors, and tools and methods, but we get a little more relaxed with them at home, uh, we still introduce risk and then we could bring it back to work. So we really are trying to, as a family in my household, make sure that what we are learning as good practices at work, um, we, we bring them home or we keep them here as we um, work in our home offices. So we're doing social distancing to the max, um, but we're also doing other things in terms of our behaviors. You know, something as simple as making sure you don't bring the outside in should you need to go out, uh, which obviously we need to do from a from a living standpoint, um, quick trips to the grocery or things of that nature. When we come back to our home, we're trying to make sure that we leave the parts that have been exposed to the outside world elsewhere and not bringing them into the house. So we take our jackets and our shoes and our outside clothes off in another area of the home, maybe the garage or a breezeway, and we don't let those come into the house uh, so that we don't create a cross-contamination opportunity. 
We're also doing some of the other things that you hear people um, having success with in the factories. We're leaving our doors open so we don't have to touch as many mm -hmm. surfaces throughout the household. Um, the less we touch, the less we a have to clean, <laughs> but yeah. uh, but but practically speaking, we eliminate those opportunities and we reduce the risk of cross contamination. You brought up cleaning, and. Certainly in the last month, I think we've all gotten quite the education on how to effectively <laughs> clean anything and everything, right? Absolutely. Um, so just break down a few of the, the key elements of cleaning, and it could be in, in multiple areas of your life and your home. Uh, can you just break down some of those key sure. elements of cleaning that yeah. you want to impart on people? Of course. Well, obviously, cleaning ourselves is one of the most important elements of that and, and specifically washing our hands. You know, the hand washing practice uh, may seem like a chore, but it can be one of the most, you know, effective ways of uh, eliminating the opportunity to contaminate ourselves as, as we can possibly think of. Um, so, we are washing our hands uh, just like everyone else. And um, one of the things that I've done to try and make that a slightly more pleasant and um, moment of self-care kind of experience for mm -hmm. all of us is to swap out some of the very harsh soaps and detergents that we're using with goat milk soap. It's a little bit more mild. It's still very effective. Really? But it doesn't uh, strip your hands, at least for our family and household. It's been um, slightly uh, more pleasant and um, less harsh on the hands so that you don't mind washing your hands quite as much. I think the uh, the premise of the goat uh, goat's uh, milk soap is that the pH more naturally matches our own. Oh, okay. And therefore, it doesn't strip the natural oil barrier on our skin and dry us out quite as much. But it's worked for us. I can't promise it would be um, an, uh, an option for everyone, but it certainly has been one of those little things that I've done to try again to uh, make it a more pleasant experience as much as we're doing it it certainly seems to be helping it's helping me in any case so but beyond the cleaning of oneself um you know washing clothing and making sure that we're you know disinfecting again that outside in element as much as possible has been very important um in addition to washing the clothing that is you know the outside world in of course, we wash our normal clothing, and I'm increasing pretty dramatically the uh, the bedding washing frequency, so right, that right. we're not, um, you know, we're anything that touches ourselves or or that we could be uh, possibly contaminating, we're making sure gets cleaned very very regularly. And usually, I follow the uh, the recommended um, washing instructions, but utilize the hottest water possible in my wash loads. So I'll be um, probably cringing when my water bill comes in, but making sure that we're, we're staying safe. And of course, you know, disinfecting surfaces um, throughout our house, you know, the bathrooms, the kitchen, uh, work areas, common touch surfaces. One of the top tips that my husband actually uh, thought was rather clever and has been helping us all is just to take a handy wipe, you know, a clip, a, a, a cleaning wipe in mm -hmm. one's hand and then follow the path that you would normally follow in your work area. So whatever you touch, you're touching it now with a cleaning uh, solution, a cleaning agent, and you'll make sure that you touch the things that you'd normally come into contact with. One of the key areas that we're also doing that with is in the car. 
Um, you hear a lot of people talking about making sure they wipe their surfaces down, but we're doing it in the car as well, so that when we have to go out, we kind of uh, clean the car before we leave. We clean the car when we get home, and that way we're, um, again, considering that opportunity to eliminate any of what we're potentially tracking in from the outside world. So that's been um, certainly something that... Uh, I don't have, I haven't seen any other guidance on that elsewhere. So um, I don't know if it's unique to us, but it is something that we've been making a regular practice of. No, this is great. And this is why you know, we wanted to have you on here. So you can, <laughs> again, give us some of this knowledge that, that you study all the time. And most of us don't. I mean, it's just, you know, up until, like I said, the last month, yeah. you know, this is just, you know, you just go about your day and your life and you do what you do and you never really think through and have that that mindfulness of cleanliness, that sure, mindful, sure. No, absolutely. cleanliness, mindfulness, I guess. I, don't <laughs> I know, think it's a, coin a, clean a new phrase. Mind, yeah. <laughs> clean, a cleaning mindset. I think when you learn what you can do, you realize how simple they are. They're, you know, not, they don't take up extraordinary amounts of time. Um, they're something that even, you know, younger people in the household can also handle and manage. Um, we have a 14 year old daughter here and, you know, she's, pitching in and making sure she's as uh, on top of this type of activity and behavior as all of us are. Finally, as as your job began in, in talking about uh, compliance and, and, and quality, um, I know you've talked in the past about, you know, the importance of quality and why this matters and, and developing a good culture of quality. So just if you can kind of summarize everything that you're talking about here uh, and and how it relates to how we work at Amphenol. Um, could you just can you just summarize that for us? Sure. Well, I think, you know, what we do in terms of quality, um, again, really kind of going back to this com concept that uh, I had introduced last year at the Worldwide Managers Meeting. In terms of my philosophy, you know, as we grow in Amphenol, um, our ripple is is a more expansive and extensive ripple effect. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our strong culture of quality or compliance or whatever you want to apply in that, uh, that term really helps us stay resilient in the face of challenges, whatever they might be, whether they're quality challenges, technology challenges, business challenges, or now in this particular case, a public health challenge. That culture of quality that attention to detail, that consistency of our approach and of our behavior day in and day out when nobody is watching, when we, you know, are the last one to leave and we're taking a few more minutes to take good care, that type of focus and that culture is what will help us stay resilient through this. And it will also ensure that our impact is consistently positive. So, you know, reflecting on this opportunity to speak, I, I recalled that particular element of my presentation, and it seemed so fitting today as much as it did talking about in a broader context of quality. Um, and I think, you know, everything that we're doing that will help us get through this particular current crisis will also certainly help us be stronger as an organization and, and grow in a very positive way and help each other along the way and make sure that we all stay safe and in good care with each other. Couldn't agree more. Thank you very much, Julie. Thank you very much, Chris. Great to speak with you.